Welcome to Casual Swinger. If you're under 18, the following podcast is not appropriate for you. The subjects and language are for mature audiences only. If you're not mature in nature, just make sure you're old enough to vote. We don't take ourselves seriously, ever. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any opinions or statements made on this podcast, our website, or our blog. It's all in fun, folks. This isn't Dr. Phil. Now, consider yourself the listener properly advised. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Casual Swinger. My name's Mickey. And I'm Mallory. Are you? I still am. Mm, I'm going to have to scream that name later. Please do. I love it when when that happens. (laughs) What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode eight of season two. We call it single rarity. Mm, Why is it rarity? Well, there's a lot of reasons, right? So we're talking, this is back-to-back episodes for us. This is really different. So we're doing two days of episodes. We're dropping one today, Mm -hmm. and we're dropping one tomorrow. Today's the unicorn's perspective, and we all know unicorns are rare. Right? Right. And then tomorrow is the single guy's perspective. So single rarities because a great unicorn, well, those fuckers are rare. Yeah, but single guys aren't so rare in the lifestyle. However, quality singles. Oh, hard to find. Hard to find. Or good to find. Mm, wonderful to find. <laughs> so a hard man is good to find. <laughs> but yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna talk to a couple of cool people. We've got a unicorn joining us today. Her name is Nicole, and we have a single guy joining us tomorrow. His name is Tyler, and they're gonna talk about what they think the lifestyle is about for them as a single. And we thought we'd bring that to you guys and and let them kind of articulate their perspectives. Plus, we know both of them exactly, and I think they're prime examples of how to do single in the lifestyle. So really excited to um, share that with our listeners today. So let's go through some housekeeping stuff. Do you mind? Oh, no, no. Let's do some housekeeping because I suck at it. (laughs) Well, we're going to do a shout out to Ray and D over at Euphoria Chronicles. Um, They have a code for you guys to use on our store, Casual Toys, that gets you 20% off your entire order. What's great about this code is not only... Do you get a discount, mm-hmm. but they donate the yeah. proceeds, right? Yeah, we give them a little, you know, a little piece, and they give it to charity. Yeah, so, uh, you know, when they approached us about that, D came to us because she's such a sweetheart, and she's like, "Look, oh, be I still would, my heart. I would love to help you guys promote your store. Um, what can we do for our charities?" I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" So yeah, we give them a little piece to give to charity. So uh, basically, if you use that code, we don't make shit, but the charity does. So That's fine with us. That's fine with us. With we it. love these guys. So if you go to Casual Toys Guy. Dot com shop and use the code euphoria that's e-u-p-h-o-r-i-a yes that girl can spell it's so hot when she does it too. <laughs> actually i can just read right oh there's that too <laughs> i had to write it down <laughs> you know we've got so many things coming up we actually had to write down our schedule with all the stuff we have coming up like podcast a palooza whoop i cannot wait to be in miami in may literally the, my f- favorite month to be in south florida it's the most perfect weather and trust me i'm a native here yeah all the flowers are blooming right night night blooming jasmine all that Mm, stuff happens so good but but what's really great is that the humidity is not overwhelming it's still nice and warm you could be naked you could be in your swimsuit you can get a tan oh yeah like it's just it really is perfect but i found out oh go ahead when we were reviewing um, the categories, that some of these are already sold out for Podcastapalooza. Yes, they are. There are already room categories that are sold out. And by the way, what is Podcastapalooza? Just so you know, guys, it is a gathering of bloggers and podcasters who are going to be presenting to you guys on different topics. But there's pool parties, topless pool parties, mm, boobies. boobies. <laughs> I love boobies. Uh, right, topless pool parties. There's going to be themes. There's going to be, I mean, Miami. Sessions, I mean, oh breakouts. Yeah, sessions. yeah, I'm yeah. Just, like so many cool things. You got to do it. You got to go to Podcast Palooza. It's going to be It's so going to cool. be awesome. So a few people that you're going to see there. Our oh. friends over at Swinging Down Under. Right. Swinging, Swinging Diaries. Diaries. Yeah. yeah. We got a thing. Sex Uninterrupted, Monogamish Marriage, <gasps> Sex Because, Sapphic Swingers, Average Swingers, and bed hoppers. All right. I love average swingers. I can't wait to see you guys in October. If you guys are listening to this, we, I, I got to tell you guys this, this is like totally off topic, but in October, it's Mickey's birthday, Mickey's me. And my beautiful wife got me tickets to see Wade Bowen in 
near just outside of Austin, Texas. Yeah. So secret. the first thing we did is yeah. reach out to Jay and Angie and go, hey, guys, want to go to a concert? They're like, not really, but we want to hang out with y'all. Aw, <laughs> I love them so much. <laughs> so, yeah, Mickey's a huge Texas country fan. It just happened to be his birthday weekend. So, like, the universe blessed us with the opportunity to hang out with those guys who are really excited. Uh, I'm excited to see Wade, but I'm really excited to see these guys too. So that's going to be fucking awesome. Um, oh, you know what? Another one for Podcast Palooza. If, I mean, oh, if you haven't met the lady half of monogamous marriage, oh, she is stunning. She is, I think, one of the <laughs> most naturally beautiful people I've ever met in a lifestyle. Okay. Secret time, Mickey has a crush. I do. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. She is... She, you know what though? She's so nice. And they smart both are and genuine. They're beautiful people. Sometimes you're uh, in someone else's presence, and you actually feel the warmth and kindness that come off of them, like just that genuine thing. And before we spoke two words, I could feel their presence, mm-hmm. and there's just just something that draws me to them, and and I I can't wait to be. In the same place as them again. She's so hot and stupid, too. So I'm just, (laughs) there's that, too. But anyway, what about Hito? We've got Hito trips coming up. You know, we love Hito here on Casual Swinger. Oh, I'm already lining out outfit ideas, and I'm working with other people who want to, you're throwing, like, noodles at the wall to to figure out, because we have our own theme nights. Oh, my God, we have some really good ones, too. Dude, uh, we have this ABC night, Anything But Clothes, Mm -hmm. which is usually a challenge. But, like, the ideas that are coming through are fantastic. So super excited about that. And that's for our upcoming November trip. I'm going to wear a mac and cheese box on my penis. (laughs) I love it. It's going to be it. I love it. But we're going in November 2019. We actually are sold out for November 2019. But we can still get rooms because some of the other TAs down there have rooms to sell. So if you guys haven't done that, I also know that iOS Connections in November, which is a week that overlaps ours, has some rooms to sell. Correct. So if you want to go and you want to party with us or our friends and the Dirty Pervs or with the Rascals, November still has a couple of rooms left. And that's right around the corner, 43 days away. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. Oh, I totally forgot to, like, start exercising and stuff. Oh, shit. We better do that now. So, yeah. Quick, sit-ups. Yeah, right. How many crunches do I need to do between now and November to have a washboard stomach? Oh, um, I mean, I think it's in the millions. <laughs> it's in the millions. It's pro- probably in the tens of millions. <laughs> Any hoot. But can't come in November. There's always February. And there's February 2020. Yeah. That's right around the corner. And we're doing it again with the Rascals. That's going to be another sellout week. February is so fucking busy at Hedo. Uh, it's just yeah. absolutely crazy. So. Yeah, but I mean, talk about if you live anywhere where it gets cold or snows, talk <laughs> about the perfect time to get some reprieve. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, get me the hell out of the snow. I don't want to be anywhere near that stuff. And last but not least, and this is, you know, it's kind of sad. Our friends at Swinging Down Under, who we love to pieces, and mm. our friends that couple next door, who, well, speaking of hot. Don't make oh. me cry, okay? Okay. Mm. Okay. Okay, it's hot too. But my point <laughs> is, yeah, I, I must be horny this morning. You already gave me some, so how did that happen? All right, you're digressing. I am, but those guys are not going to be able to join us at Hito in June 2020, but we're still going. We're going with iOS Connections. Uh, things are going to change up a little bit in terms of the name, but the week is still there. It's still on the website. Come over there and check it out. This is going to be uh, a really interesting thing, right? Leave the kids at home because it's summer. Absolutely. Fuck them. Drop them off with grandma. Yes. So this this trip is actually different in a lot of ways. Um, we love our rascals, and they're a lifestyle-friendly group. So you have mm-hmm. a mix of everybody. This is a more lifestyle-focused group. Agreed. You know, and, and there's no guarantee that you go on a trip like this and you have to play. Uh-uh. That's uh-uh. not how it works. No. Not even a little bit. But it does help create that environment where you're all together in the same place at the same time and you have that commonality. Yes. So. And and you never know, right? I mean, we'll do some stuff like name necklaces with some colors on them to help people figure out what to do. We've got some really cool entertainment teed up for that week. Oh, yeah. Chuck and Julie Lane. That's right. They are so, it's a a dirty magic show. Yes. Sexy lifestyle magicians. Yeah. So So cool. Super, super cool. And last but not least, just coming up here on October 11th and 12th in Kissimmee, Florida. Join us in iOS Connections at Secrets Hideaway, which is the coolest swinger club in Florida. <laughs> they are there all weekend, and Mickey and I will be uh, joining them on Saturday, October 12th for the pool party during the day, and then helping them in the evening for the Save the Tatas event, which is a great event. Um, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Perfect timing, great party, lots of boobies. Love boobies. So yeah. please, if you're in the area, come come see us, come join us, come party. Yeah, great DJs, Taylor Time and Be Smooth. We're going to do a live podcast. We got all kinds of crazy shit going on. But hey, 
Enough with the ads okay. already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and, and get to the meat of what we're going to be talking about today. Mallory would like to get to the meat, folks. Can we get to the meat? Where's the beef? <laughs> so, hey, this is a cool piece we've wanted to do for a while. We never really had the chance since we didn't have, you know, a, a great guy to balance it out, right? We've always known unicorns. We have a few in the Rascals. We know a few from Hito. But this is why we call it single rarity. And we're going to start with ladies first. So tell us about Nicole, Mallory. So Nicole is a wonderful friend that we met at Hedonism in Jamaica. Shocker, folks, right? I think that's must seem like we live there. Um, but we've been really blessed to meet a variety of human beings that have enriched our life, and she's definitely one of them. Um, I think Mickey describes her as three foot six-ish with a delicious booty. That pretty um, much sums her up right but, there. But she also has this uh, really magnetic personality. The girl loves living life. And just being in her presence makes you happier by through osmosis, I believe. Um, she's got a great story. You know, she was in the lifestyle as a couple. She's in the lifestyle now as a single. And she really went through some trials and tribulations to, to really attribute to where she's at in her life. And it didn't stop her from turning it around and going, I want to live the best version of my life and I'm going to live it to its fullest and I'm going to be unapologetic about it. But she also is not in the business of hurting other people, right? Not at all. So this is the convergence of all the wonderful things and I'm probably sounding a little crazy here and putting her on a pedestal, but I admire her and I love the empowerment I see in her. And as a woman in general, much respect. She's definitely one of my heroes. When you know she told me that story, I was just in awe. It was one of those you laugh, you cry, you hug, you play oh, with yeah. each other's boobs, um, <laughs> boobies. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, for me, I, I I love seeing somebody that takes control of their life mm -hmm. and their future and and themselves and and owns their sexuality. It's one of my favorite things that you do, Mallory. And you know, I for her having you know those struggles, it was like she was born again. Yeah. When she when she took yes. control and it was like the beginning of a new life for her. So it's like she talks about her life like there was one and now there's this one. Yeah, like a phoenix love that. rising out of the ashes. Yes. Yeah. And so that's why we love her and we wanted to bring her here to you guys for single rarity. We're going to talk about what it means to be responsible single lady, safety during travel and making long lasting relationships in the lifestyle. I think you guys are going to enjoy it and you're going to enjoy her. So what else? Well, we got to do the other side of this thing, right? Because we have Nicole, so we have to talk about your friend, Tyler. Aw, Tyler's amazing. Um, he's a wonderful guy that I met some time ago, and it's kind of funny. I, you teed that up for me. I did. I actually, uh, you know, Mallory had been talking for a long time about, you know, maybe wanting to have a little me time, you know, a little time to play. And, and I'm a fan, right? I love when she gets off and I love when she takes her empowerment to the next level and really takes ownership of her sexuality, just like we talked about with Nicole. So uh, we had been reached out to, and this is something that we are actually kind of against. Yeah. Like when guys reach out to us and our profile says not to, that's kind of a strike. That's strike one right there. Like reaching out to us. And when we asked you not to, um, we kind of like looking for them ourselves. However, one guy reached out to us and he was so respectful and just so cool. He was like, hey, look, I'm, I know you, you're not interested in me, but I have to tell you all the reasons I love your profile. I just moved here. You know, this is like a year and a half ago. And I just I just moved to the area and I would really love, you know, to hang out and have a beer. Right. He's like nothing. No, no lifestyle stuff. I just love being around lifestyle people. And you guys seem like a blast. And I was like, nope, we're going to put a pin in that one and we're going to hang on to it. Yep. Yep. And, um, you know, it just happened to work out, you know, that that approach with no pressure and that genuine uh, tone. Right. Because you don't know somebody until you get to know somebody. Right. Yeah. You have to take a gamble and put yourself out there. And I could have showed up, met this guy and be like, oh, he's he's a D bag. You know, he's just here to you know, he doesn't give a shit what's between my ears. He wants to know what's between my legs. So, yeah, but he did. And there's nothing necessarily wrong with that if that's your ballywick. It's sure. just not mine. Well, and he did a really good job, right? I mean, so oh, when yeah. I went back to the well and I said, hey, you reached out to us some time ago. Uh, here's what's up. You know, we're, we're considering this. Would you like to to reestablish this conversation and see how it goes? And first of all, he yeah, was, like, I was totally embarrassed to do it myself. Yeah. Mallory apparently is the worst swinger in the universe. Dude, I just, I'm a flirt game. is hurting. Flirt game is 
Yeah, it's doo-doo. <laughs> so uh, I, I just kind of teed it up, and he's like, well, how do you want to do this? You know, do you want to be a part of the conversation? Should I copy you on every message I send her? You know, he said, whatever makes you comfortable, Mickey. And I was like, dude, nah, I, I trust her, but thank you. And I, I kind of said, wait a minute, you know, this guy is pretty cool. And he's, he's doing all the right things. And this is kind of how we brought him to be a part of the single rarity because he did such a good job. And there's he so really many did. Issues. He hit all the high notes, plus some I never even thought of. So, yeah. And that week, um, you, you know, you did go out with him and you did have some fun. You broke the roller coaster. What did it cost me? Like three days of this. You, I couldn't <laughs> even sit down. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, it was, um, it was intense. Uh, there was a lot of passion, which is great. And that's, that's chemistry that you can't, you know, um, just pull out of thin air. Yeah. Right. You can't make that shit up. No, you can't. No, so, it's crazy. So I had a great time. And see what else is going on. Well, so this is kind of new, right? We're traveling like crazy this week. I'm going to Arizona. Yep, I'll be out in the Midwest. Yeah, you're going back to the Midwest. So, uh, and that, you know, that's not lifestyle travel. That's just work. You did have a birthday. I did have a birthday, and it was so wonderful. And thank you, everyone, who sent well wishes and and kind words. I'm such a squishy person on the inside. It literally, like, I was laying there in bed at night, and I just felt like, on top of the world, I was floating with the outpouring of love. So thank you so much. Ah, I think and, it was freaking awesome. We and also, that. speaking of floating, <laughs> twinkle toes over there. Yeah, I got her ballroom dancing lessons. Oh. We're going to shake our shit. Oh, ladies, my heart literally melted. I've been waiting 13 years to dance with this wonderful man. Mm, I don't know about wonderful, but I'm going to do my best. Even if we suck, it'll, it's going to be fun. Oh, you're going to suck. <laughs> We're talking about Come two on. different things again, aren't we? Come on, but I'm also going to tape up my toes. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably just stomp. Just wear some steel-toed boots. <laughs> it's fine. It'll go with the dress. Perfect. Yeah, well, anyways. Guys, we got to get to the good stuff here. We oh, want yeah. you to meet Nicole. She's the unicorn with a booty. Let us know if you loved it and check her out in the show notes. We've got lots of information on for her. And tune in tomorrow where you're going to meet Tyler, the single guy who actually got Mallory's attention which is pretty tough to do. Mallory, you want to tell everybody where they can find us and we'll come back with Nicole? Sounds great. Hey, we're Casual Swinger everywhere, guys. Look for us on social media. That includes Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. You can also find us on SLS, SDC, Cassidy, uh, Double Date Nation. And are we on Quiver now? Yeah, we are, Excellent, actually. excellent Quiver. Um, check out our website, casualswinger.com. And if you'd like to shoot us a note, podcast at casualswinger. If you love us and want to tell us about it, please consider leaving a review on iTunes. Wow, that is such a mouthful. I don't know how you do it, and you never I, miss anything. I love mouthfuls, though. Mm, yeah, I like when you Oral fixation. Too. Here we go again. <laughs> hey, everybody, we'll be back right after this. You're listening to Casual Swinger. Welcome back to Casual Swinger. Mallory here. Oh, this is Mickey. And we have a guest for you. Oh, we do. So this is the first part of a two-part series. We talked about this a little bit earlier for you guys. We're calling this Single Rarity. Single Rarity, we're talking about unicorns and single guys and really just the ones that stand out. Maybe some of the ones that we've met across, you know, this country as we've traveled around. But what it means to be a single in the lifestyle. It's uh, kind of crazy. And that person that we brought for you guys today is from World Exotic Travel. She's a travel agent. We met her on the beach in Jamaica. She's that girl that backed into the lifestyle because her ass is so fine. <laughs> Nicole, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. I love that introduction. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. That's my favorite. Nicole, thank you so much for joining us today. When I think of, you know, prime examples of people who take the single lifestyle and maximize it and approach it ethically, you're definitely one of those folks that come to mind. Um, Why, thank you. You're welcome. So single ladies in the lifestyle are often referred to as unicorns because they're so rare. Um, how would you describe yourself? Would you describe yourself as a unicorn? Oh, definitely. Um, definitely a unicorn. Very bi-friendly, uh, not bi-curious. 
So I am curious in certain situations. Where I'm furious. That makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. Mallory's definitely (laughs) furious. That's crazy. Like, so, hey, real quick, tell us what your definition of a unicorn is. Because, you know, people can go to our swingtionary on casualswinger.com and see what a unicorn is. But why don't you tell people, what does it mean to you to be a unicorn? Um, for me, being a unicorn is a bisexual, single female in the lifestyle. But it doesn't mean that I'm always with a woman. It doesn't mean I'm always with couples. And it doesn't mean that I'm just going to be with a single man. Oh, you're twice as likely to get a date, huh? Three times as likely. <laughs> Love it. Love it. So I'm going to go ahead and take this next one if yeah. you don't mind. I want to know what experience, thought, fantasy brought you actually into the lifestyle as a single woman? As a single, I was kind of thrusted into it. Uh, I actually started out as a couple and I was seeing somebody and he was seeing somebody else and said, hey, this other girl I'm seeing is interested in a threesome with another girl. Would you be interested? And I said, sure. And here I am. <laughs> wow, that's the definition of ripping the top off of Pandora's box, isn't it? Literally. Right, or just opening Nicole's box. So, I mean, that brought you in, but obviously that relationship didn't work out because you're single now. So, I mean, did how did that evolve? What kept you in the lifestyle? Definitely the people. Uh, I did give it a hard thought uh, when we separated because I walked into this as a couple and when we separated I thought do I still want to be a part of this and said nope I don't want to do this anymore and two days later I went back to the club that I usually go to and said I need to be around my friends and here are my friends and here are the people that I love and I love the environment so I'm staying so as a unicorn, would you say that most of your experiences have been positive or negative? And tell us a little bit about your experience as a whole and how long you've been, what, what we call now consensually non-monogamous. How long you've been doing it and have your experiences been good? For the most part, yes. They've been all positive experiences. Um, everybody wants to meet a unicorn, so I'm <laughs> taking advantage of that. <laughs> Amen. I think- you're definitely a rare breed. The most sought after um, object. I don't know how to describe it. What would you call it? Not object, because that's a little offensive. Status. Uh, no, Status? I mean we all objectify each other in a sense in this because for a couple, you have your significant other, and everything else is just in addition to. There is objectification, which is not negative. At all. Right yeah, on. I'm sorry. I just jumped that one. It's <laughs> okay. It's all good. All good. No hey, worries. Live conversation is tough to have. But, yeah. And we triple over ourselves all the time. Ask our listeners how many times they've heard me go. Yeah, literally. He's <laughs> over there thumbing his lips right now. Um, so you say it's, it's mostly positive. And when I think about um, non-monogamy and the lifestyle community, like I, I can't help but draw this parallel between what it's like to date in the single life because I feel like those experiences in those environments are probably a little more negative and a little more uh, potentially hostile than they are in the lifestyle. I think there's a sense of security inside this community that gives singles a, a more, I don't know, positive environment to operate inside of definitely it is more positive within the lifestyle community as a single person i'm not judged when i'm with somebody and somebody else comes up and i walk away with that person nobody bats an eye and and being single going into the vanilla world and explaining this to somebody i'd say about 75 percent of the time i don't ever talk to them again once i bring this up and i'm okay with that because this is where I want to be. I have had some remarks made and I just smile and say, you know, I'm not everybody's shot of whiskey, but I am for some. And those are the ones I want to be around. And they drink the whole fucking bottle, don't yeah. they? Yeah. By the way, I love yeah, whiskey. They do. I don't know if you know this, but. <laughs> Mallory's a whiskey drinker. <laughs> All right. I'm going to turn my perv down a little bit just um, and get back to the question. No, no, no. I like it where it is. <laughs> I can't love you, woman. So um, do you have, like, any defining moments that gave you, like, an aha or an ooh in the lifestyle or even, like, a woo fucking ooh? Like, I think the most empowering, the first really empowering moment for me as a woman in the lifestyle, not as a couple or as a single, but as a woman, uh, was my first trip to hedonism in Jamaica. 
my favorite place to be. Um, I was walking down by the news pool and stopped and I was talking to this lady and she looked at me and she said, do you believe he wasn't going to lick before he stuck it? And I was dumbfounded and in awe and I thought, I can get away with saying this here. That's great. Because it isn't about women. And I was just so empowered hearing her say that and meaning it. It, it was one of the best moments. It was the biggest aha moment for me as a woman in the lifestyle. Wait a minute. Are you saying that one must lick it before he sticks it? Yes. I love and that song. It was, it was, I'd never heard anybody say that before. And when she said it, I was like, oh, I just gasped a little and I fell in love with her and, you know, just all of her because she was just such a strong, powerful woman saying that. You don't hear that. Isn't that like so hot though when you see that happen, you know, in or out of the community, vanilla or not, like when they're just so free like that? Yes. It's a turn on. She was sticking to what she wanted and she wasn't going to settle for anything else. And I was like, wow, we can do that. And you know who wasn't sticking? This isn't working. The guy that wasn't sticking it was the one that didn't lick it. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) So. I mean, in a public setting, how do you identify yourself as a unicorn, whether it's a lifestyle event or at Hedo? I mean, I, I get it. Like, after a few days, you realize that the people following you are – because you're like the Pied Piper. That butt, just guys just follow you around all over the place. So, like, how do you identify yourself as a unicorn if you want to meet a couple or if you want to meet a guy? Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I know you make, you know you bat those eyeballs and guys come running, but tell me, how, you know, how do you identify? How do people find you? First off, thank you very much. I absolutely adore you. I'm going to adore you forever for everything you just said. Um, but I'm playing know, the long ball game here, folks. That's how this works. Such a Get a podcast, say nice things, get laid. By Mickey Casual Swinger. Uh, he didn't even have to talk, and he was still going to get light. Um, <laughs> you can go with the obligatory headband with the unicorn horn on it. You know, and people look at you and they think, are you a unicorn? Yes, I'm a unicorn. But I have the shirt, and I have all sorts of stuff that have the unicorn on it to make me stand out a little bit when I want to. Um, other times, you know, you're in a group of people, and somebody will say, well, who are you here with? And I pipe up and say, nobody. I'm here by myself. And everybody gets quiet, and they look at you, and they say, you're here by yourself? Yes, hey. I'm a unicorn. And that's when everybody starts to smile, and they're like, well, hello. Is that when you say, like, their eyeballs spin and all the sevens line up, like they hit the jackpot? Cha-ching. <laughs> yes. I love that you use um, something that's a call to action that's nonverbal, like the headband with a unicorn, so it inspires conversation for people to approach you and, and, and ask that question. So that's actually really good advice if, you know, there's a single lady out there who's going, you know, I'm standing here and no one's really approaching me, and maybe I'm not comfortable approaching them not knowing what their situation is, so... That's actually kind of cool. Yeah. So as a as a unicorn, though, I mean, and I, there's a lot of ways to do it, right? I think uh, I I want to say Mallory had a shirt that said, "I'm here to fucking chew gum and I'm all out of gum" or something like that. Yes. I mean, we had something like that. Oh, I, mean, I love it. Not everybody's going to wear a shirt or a unicorn horn. Fair. If you didn't want to be obvious about it, how would you approach a couple or, and and say, "Hey, by the way, I'm here alone, and I think one of you is." gorgeous how do you have that conversation and is that something that you do i'm very careful with couples yeah. so i i don't approach that way i'll start to talk to both partners together and i kind of read body language definitely read body language you know making sure everybody's comfortable and then i'll hit up with so what are you into so just keep watching them but i like to do it with both people together because i don't want to feel want to make one feel slighted that they weren't involved in the initial conversation, that, you know, they're taking one for the team. So ah. I, I make sure they're both there when I approach them. I try to. I really do. Um, but, you know, sometimes we're all drunk and you just start talking to somebody. And as soon as they mention they have a partner, I'm like, bring them over. <laughs> I, Let's do this. I love that because you're using some of those nonverbal cues to see if it's the right timing to open up that conversation and going ahead and calling att- attention to it and bringing it out to the open instead of, 
in a waiting for something implied or for somebody else to approach the conversation. I love that you take control of that. Or you have to, because there's a lot of times where I, I think wives or girlfriends are really pushed into a circumstance where they don't want to be, where they're not comfortable. So if I'm getting the vibe that they don't want any part of this and they're just doing it to appease him, I'll excuse myself. So, and you can pick up on that very easily by um, their eyes or body language. If they're tugging at him, maybe stepping beside him even more or behind him or looking away, not being involved in the conversation. I just excuse myself. Gotcha. Do you say, would you think say that's maybe one of the biggest challenges you faced as, you know, a single um, tackling, you know, ethical non-monogamy or did it spawn any other challenges or have you come across any others? I think that's the biggest one is just making sure that everybody's on the same um, path, that they both want the same thing. Uh, I've, I've had a lot of circumstances where men will bring their wives over to meet me and they're just not feeling it. And sometimes the wives will even say, you know what, can you just take him? Because I don't want to do anything right now or <laughs> They'll say, you know, I'm not interested in this, but please take him off my hands for an hour. I need to be left alone. <laughs> You're like husband daycare center at your service. Right. Yes. This guy yes. can come six times in an afternoon. I only need three. Would you please take these three? Right. Yes. Yes. I, I do get that a lot. And I'm happy to help out there because sometimes being with couples is it's a lot of work. Okay, so let's talk um, about that for a second because, you know, part of single rarity, which is what this episode is called, is talking uh, to singles that we respect, people that we've met out there in the lifestyle, and, and obviously you're one of those people. So I want to know, as a great example of how to single right, how to do it right in the lifestyle, what is it that you think makes you successful? Because I think you're wildly successful at being single in the lifestyle. And now, ethical, ethical, yes. And ethical, yeah. You're very ethical about it. Everybody knows who you are, and they know that you're not there to take anybody's husband away. So, Oh, what, God, no. What I, I don't it? want that again. <laughs> <laughs> what is it that makes you successful? Um, I, I think it's because I include everybody in the conversation. I don't try to exclude anybody in it. That's the worst feeling. I, and I've been there. I know what it feels like to be excluded in that. And when you're part of a couple, you, as a wife or the girlfriend, you still want to be the main focus. So I do try to direct my focus more towards the woman. Like I said, I am very bi. And that's another thing. I really have to click with the woman to be with the man also. If there's no chemistry with her, it's not going to happen with him gotcha. unless they have one of those where, um, you know, he's allowed to go off on his own. But if it's part of a couple, I'm not clicking. I don't really have to click with him, but I really have to click with her and vice versa. You know, I think I can completely relate to that. I mean, because it's not like we went to like swinger college to learn this kind of etiquette. In a lot of ways, oh, we've either been, nice. put, been on the opposite side of that equation. Oh, you got and, all the D's in Swinger College. All the D's. All the D's. <laughs> all the D's. <laughs> I'm a slut. Um, <laughs> but a lot of times we learn it by either being that other person on the other side and having that learning curve or seeing it happen. And, you know, by uh, osmosis, you know, talking about this in communities and with each other to, you know, continually being better at non-monogamy here so would you say you learned through experience and conversation or is this something that um you approach as a standard i mean did you read books forums how did you come up with your list of ethics in this process oh my ethics came from my own experiences as a couple um when women would just approach my ex like i wasn't even there and he'd say come on let's get your room and I'd look at him like he was crazy. You know, I, I don't even know her. She hasn't spoken two words with me. There's no way I'm going back to her room with the three, you know, the, the two of you. It's, it's not happening. When I became single, I thought, okay, I'm not going to do that to somebody else. I hated the way it felt. And I thought it was pretty crappy that I had to come about my way being single that way. But, I mean, for everybody else, it's pretty awesome you know they don't have to worry about me sneaking behind or you know just coming up to 
you know, he would never have to worry about me coming up to Mickey and saying, hey, you know, let's go back to a room without saying anything to you. I always come out and say, you know, hi, um, I'm so, you know, I'm Nicole, do my little spiel, and who are you here with? I always want to know up front if they're with somebody or not, and then I want to talk to them right away. I don't ever want anybody to think that any there was a hidden agenda anywhere, and I definitely don't want to keep them. <laughs> please take this back. I'm done with it. Short-term leaves, yes. please. So that, yes. that kind of leads us to the next question and conversation here about doing it wrong. So when it comes to being a single in the lifestyle, and, and I think this probably goes for men and women, but from your perspective, what's something not to do? And we've got a couple of things here, so we're going to ask you a couple of things. Specifically okay. as relates to other singles in the lifestyle, what's a, what's a do not do as a single female? What's one of those things you go, mm, don't fucking do that? God, there, there really isn't any don'ts, is there? And it's just let her rip, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, um, hey, do it's you have an bus. hour or two to spare? <laughs> like, um, I recall one time walking back to my room and I saw this hot guy sitting on the steps and I said, um, do you want to go fuck for a while? And he said, sure. Uh, I don't think I even got his name. That's fantastic. Oh, oh epic. I, I kind of wow. think, I kinda think the ballsy. do not do for a unicorn for a female is probably more related to don't give them hope that isn't there, right? Because I think maybe single guys that are lifestyle would love to meet a girl that's in the lifestyle, but if you're not into it for more than just getting laid, you should probably say so, right? Oh, well, you know, things happen. <laughs> so even if you say, everything evolves and things evolve out of your control when it comes to that aspect. Um, I've, I've met somebody and, and we both are very similar in um, how we are in a lifestyle. But when we're together, we're, we're kind of together, but you know, we'll, we'll be with other people and we meet up. And I think that's been evolving in a weird space. And I mean, I wasn't sure how I felt about it, but um, I'm enjoying it. So your kitty and your heart are connected. Yeah, and yeah, it's kind of gross. But. <laughs> oh, it's not. <laughs> You're perfect however you are. But I, I love being a single unicorn, and but I also like them. So oh, it's gross. It's all gross. <laughs> Whatever. So let me ask you this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this uh, a little more complicated. How do you approach okay. jealousy and what... Do you not do in an environment where it rears its head as a single person? If you come across, let's say, a couple or someone else that has that jealous bone, what advice can you say? Don't do this or maybe do approach it this way in that environment. Because uh, we've seen it. Uh, it's rare, oh, yeah. but it does happen. It does. It does happen. I try not to be involved with it. Uh, and, and you can always pick up on it. And I just try to distance myself from that couple. Thinking about it, I have been involved in something similar. I was with a couple once, and the next time we met up, I picked up this horrible, horrible vibe from the wife. So I, I backed off, and I even said to the husband, you know, I, I don't like the vibe I'm getting from her. I think you really need to focus on her, you know, say hi to me, whatever. But you know, let's just leave it at that and keep our distance because I want her to feel more secure and we're all friends again, which is really nice. She, you know, picked up on, okay, she's not after him. And so you, you have to pull away from it. You really have to distance yourself from that couple. Okay. So she feels more secure about it. You know, and, and to me that makes sense because you can't therapy it out of them. You can't, fix it no. but you can acknowledge that it exists and take yourself out of the equation and let them handle whatever it is they need to do and try not and definitely oh. don't force the issue is what i'm getting oh god no no because it when you confront it like that especially at these the resorts or conventions wherever you're at i think it just amplifies the situation and just walking away from it and having the no contact really helps to subdue and it does I think empowers the wife again or the, the girlfriend that okay yeah this is 
you know, this is my territory and I've got it back. And but you, you just have to distance yourself and you don't want to be the person who goes in, especially the single females. Going, oh no, it's all right. You just shut up, walk away. There's just some things that you can just drop. And that's one of them. Just walk away from it. So let's talk about something that's a little bit different, right? Uh, you know, most of our listeners, you know, they probably figured out that, you know, our real names are not Mickey and Mallory, right? Mm. Natural born swingers. <laughs> that's us. But we, we kind of hide behind a veil, just like a lot of us in the lifestyle do. A lot of us in the lifestyle stand behind that veil of, of secrecy uh, because of how we're concerned about being treated by people whose, honestly, it's none of their fucking business how we do sex. It's mm. none of their business what Preach. we do, how we do it, where we do it. The Amen. number one thing I want to change about sexuality is that other people think mine is their business. It's not. Now that said, have you had trouble in the vanilla world with being outed or being single in the lifestyle? And tell me about effects that maybe it had on your relationships. I am very open about being in the lifestyle. My vanilla friends know about it. People at work pretty much know about it. Um, I work in the mental health industry during the day. So for them, it's more acceptable. I'm very fortunate in that aspect where they look at it as it's empowering because I'm taking charge of my sexuality and my life. So you go. And they know I go to nudist resorts, vacation, you know, joke in the offices. Uh, Nicole never has to pack her swimsuit when she goes on vacation. Well, I just wondered if it's had an effect on your relationships. Relationship-wise, um, trying to date in the vanilla world, being uh, in the lifestyle, is positive lifestyle I don't want my time wasted and I don't want to waste somebody else's time so you know I'll start talking to somebody and I feel like it's clicking that I like him maybe it's gonna it has the potential down the road maybe to go somewhere you know and it's not just a one night stand I'll say okay this is who I am I'm into this sex positive lifestyle I go to these resorts I go on these vacations uh, these are the clubs that I visit and then I usually say after that but I don't want you to ask me any questions right now what I want you to do is hang up with me google google everything I just told you think about some questions you have for me and call me tomorrow if you want to ever talk to me again mm, I love that and I found that that is that works so well because I've just given this person an out clear out and I'm always shocked that they do call me back I do get like 50% of the guys will call me back which is always shocking to me because I figure you know this is where I'm going to lose them and the questions are never as obscene as I imagine they're going to be you know in my head I'm always thinking he's going to ask me about um, having a threesome or being with a woman and I'm always there. I'm always ready for those questions. And I have yet to get that. I usually get something on the line of, how did you get into this? And you seem so strong and independent. I, I get that comment a lot that, you know, maybe it isn't that bad. And I'm really interested. And I, the one question that I always do get is, do you think, if we were together, you could be monogamous. Mm, and I yeah, got, I got that question one. from Mallory when we that's first correct. met. She wanted to know if I could give it up. She said, if I asked you to, would you? What was my answer, by the way? If that's what we needed to succeed in our relationship, I'd be there. You'd absolutely do it. But I would never ask that of you. It was a really interesting conversation to have because I wanted to know how involved in your life this was because I was so oblivious to what it really looked like, right? I came into it with that stereotype and with my taboos that surrounded it because, I mean, that's what I knew. Mm -hmm. And it was key party. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, is this going to scale? And, you know, is this going to be what I want as well? Because I think it's great that you rip the bandaid off. You put it all out there. You leave it on the field. You have them look at it, digest it and go, okay, no guilt. This is who I am. This is how I want to live my life. I'm unabashed and unapologetic about it. But I also feel yeah. like I owe it to you to, to be up front 
and put it out there and allow you to make that decision for yourself. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Mm. You know why I never do key parties? Why I'd never do one even if they still had them? Because we I, don't actually why? have keys anymore. Everything's digital. Nobody's got fucking keys. <laughs> <laughs> the door opens when you touch the damn handle. This now, reading your mind. <laughs> and it's like, what the hell? But you know what? If somebody did have keys, Aww. I'd get some dude's keys. You'd get Frank. Damn it, Kyle. You'd get Frank's keys. Oh, God damn it, Frank. Why are you here, Frank? <laughs> why can't I get Sheila's keys? Sheila never gives me I got keys. Sheila's keys. You got Sheila's keys, you bitch. <laughs> I got Frank's keys. That's exactly what would happen. Oh, I love it. That is. So I have to admit, um, Nicole, when we were talking there and you were referencing uh, the questions that they would come back and ask you versus what you thought they were, my mind was totally there thinking about what is your preferred play style, whether it's couples or singles or, or what. Oh, it's um, whatever the moment is. You know, I definitely learned you don't go into a situation with a plan. You Plans never work out. Like when you go somewhere thinking, all right, this is what I'm going to do. It never works out that way. And then you disappoint yourself. But if you go into a situation with an open mind um, and everybody's got a great energy flowing, things will happen that you didn't imagine you were going to do that night. And I love that. I, I love it when somebody makes you feel very comfortable and secure in the moment and you just start doing things and they're always epic times. They're always the best stories that you have. My masturbatory highlight reel is almost strictly Mallory doing the shit she never thought she would do. <laughs> like, when that happens, she's like, so this happened. And I'm like, mm -mm -mm. I, I love those. I love those moments when you're thinking you're in the middle of the act and you're thinking, I don't know how I got here, but I'm so utterly happy right now. I could not be <laughs> happier at this moment. I've got all this going on and this is perfect. And if I would have stuck to my plan, it never would have happened. No. And there's no way for a guy on the air on, on, you know, audio formats to successfully imitate an orgasm without sounding terrible. I'm over here going. <laughs> I mean, what? you just can't make it sound right. I look like a jackass when I do it. I sound like a jackass when I do it. You know, we have to ask that guy, Michael, I can't think of his last name, but he was on Police Academy because oh, I bet he'd have a oh, great yeah. sound effect. Canned I, I, and, like, I'm going to reach go. out to him tomorrow. I'm going to hit his agent up and be like, I need an <laughs> orgasm sound. Can you do that for me? <laughs> all right, so real quick, you know, speaking of orgasms and sounds and all this stuff, Mallory has this go bag, uh, which is her staple for playdates. Guys, girls, couples, yeah. whatever she wants to do, uh, I kind of let her do her thing. But she's got toys, lubes, condoms, hair ties, mints, a vacuum cleaner. She's like this kinky Mary Poppins <laughs> that runs up into this joint. So I got to know, Nicole, what's in your go bag? Uh, my go bag I love my go bag and I always have my go bag with me when I'm at these resorts and conventions. It always has lube in it, of course, breath mints or gum, one or the other. Uh, hygiene wipes, definitely hygiene wipes because sometimes you're not in a spot where you can go and do your little cleanup in the bathroom. It's just not going to happen. But a lot of us don't feel comfortable unless we can at least clean ourselves a little bit i mean especially well, let's you've call been... it what it is we it, at a minimum we need a horse bath come on a minor like, horse bath. yes a horse bath there you go yes so you don't leave trails in your husband's seat of his car we're going to talk about that later <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's a toy it just depends if you're with two guys you don't need a toy oh, oh you, need, you need an ice pack and a and an energy drink. Ah, uh, the Brazilian. How many is a Brazilian again? Uh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> You've never had a Brazilian. You've only had a million. So, side note, secret time. My birthday was the other day, and I get this um, really cute birthday card in the mail uh, from Rachel of Rachel's Rascals and Jim. And literally, uh. there's two Barbies um, on there. And she goes... You know, I just slept with a Brazilian, and she goes, how many is that again? And I know it's an old joke, but it fucking makes me crack up every time I see it. So I love on that one. Oh, it's it's a classic. So, all right, so if I had to imagine myself, heaven forbid, Mickey's like, Mal, you're out. I'm done. 
I don't see myself never being in the lifestyle. I think that I will always have a, a part in it. And as a single, what platforms would I use to go out there and meet other people? Would it be online? Would it be events, meet and greets? Would it be the vanilla world? You know, what do you use and what do you think is the most successful platform um, for singles? Dating in the vanilla lifestyle and in the in our fun lifestyle or sex positive lifestyle is pretty much the same. It sucks. Really? It <laughs> like, sucks? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, there's no hope for you. Congratulations. No, it does. It sucks on both aspects. At least in the uh, lifestyle, you know, nobody judges you when you have sex the first night. Um, I like to say it's part of the interview process. It is very important to me that we have great sexual chemistry. And you have the guys in the vanilla world, you know, you sleep with them the first night. They're like, oh, my God. And I think it's so funny that you still think that because uh, you do it also. But online works great because I'm like, where I'm at, the bars are horrible. Unless I drive half an hour or 45 minutes and you got an Uber. So on, online is really great. Is that like a, a lifestyle focus site or is that like Tinder? Um, I do both? both. I do a lot of both. Like Facebook just came out with their Facebook dating. And so that that's it's been a little interesting. That's um, terrifying. And did they seriously start a dating site? How did I miss did, that? But you I'm know what's funny? The first two guys I met on there were both lifestyle guys. <laughs> what? <No> shit. <laughs> they kicked us off for having Swinger in our name. <laughs> Fuck you, Facebook. Just in, just in case one of you douchebags are listening. So, all right. In porn, there's a uh, old kind of adage in porn that says, new dick causes problems now that was before viagra that was like from back in the day like before my time because i'm very young but uh, <laughs> you know back in the day young stallion here yeah that's me and back in the day they said young dick causes problems so my question for you is as a lifestyler who's out there meeting people online word of mouth events meet and greets like mallory said do guy do you find that guys often say i'm so down i want to do that and then when the rubber hits the road they panic, they fuck up, they can't perform. Do you find problems no. with guys that say they're going to be fine and then they're not, or no? I don't run into that very often. The last event that we were at, I had I had no issues with any guys performing, which was great. There was a, a very young one, and there were two that were more age-appropriate, <laughs> my friends like to tell me. Yeah, I, I'm really enjoying that title. I'm really starting to uh, revel in it. And I'm okay with it. And actually, right now, I am wearing my uh, cougar panties and my cougar bra. Can you purr for our listeners? Can you also send a pic for proof? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cougars don't purr. Cougars don't purr. They just take their prey and fuck it. All right, so that's right. The lifestyle is not all play, right? The lifestyle actually has a lot of other things to it. It has awkward moments, and and sometimes it's kind of funny. So, do you have any experiences, sound bites, or anecdotes that you want to share with our listeners? What's the fucking funniest thing that ever happened to you? Whether it was during play, before play, after play? Hey, get it for play. Guys don't talk about that, but girls can. Let's hear about it. Oh my gosh, so funniest! I guess would be the first time that I had slept with another man. This was when I was with my ex, and we couldn't find a room. My ex was with the the wife and I was with the, uh, the husband and there was no room to be found so we ended up finding this corner and we're having a great time and I look over and there's my ex standing there and I just stopped and I said hey do you want to join and he's looking at me and he's like no I'm just watching I was like okay can you get me a gin and tonic I'm really thirsty and he's like, sure. And he brought it back. And the guy I was with was just like, okay, I can't do this. I, I, I've got to go. <laughs> he got up and left. And I was like, I, I, I just, I don't know how to, to act. I did not know how to act with another guy. I was just like, <laughs> I, I totally removed myself from it and just started talking to my husband. And it was, it was so odd. And it was, yeah, I, I don't do that anymore. I don't ask for drinks. <laughs> I just bring them. All right. Here's an off-the-wall one for you because I've been dying to ask this question for like 87,000 episodes, even though we only have 20-something. Um, if you died and you were reincarnated as a sex toy, what would it be? Oh, 
I would come back as the high massager. <laughs> do you rem- Did you get to experience Dude, that? Dude, don't even I had one, and that was the most intense orgasm I've ever had. I, like, I would have to be that because Dude. it gives the ultimate orgasms to women. And. Dude. You can find a code on CasualSwinger.com for your very own high massager <laughs> and receive a $50 discount yeah. into that. Yeah, no, no shit. That thing is intense. Uh, I was, um, for lack of a better word, retarded for like three hours after my Correct. first go-around. I seriously had no idea you were going to say that, but I totally did a shameless plug because I just really added did. their uh, I just added their ad to our friends page. But yeah, the high massage is sick. It's epic, and so if I'm going to die and come back as something, I want to give you an epic orgasm. I mean, I already can. <laughs> okay, so reason number three hundred and forty-six to fuck Nicole, folks. She wants to give you an epic orgasm. Isn't that what it's all about? <laughs> Walking away, smiling, skipping down the hallway. La, la, la. Yes, sister. Yes. (laughs) That's crazy. So let's imagine for a minute that I'm part of a couple. Huh. Shocker. Stunner. (laughs) I want to approach. This is going to be really hard. Yeah, I know. I will be really hard because I'm approaching you and I'm approaching you at a club. What's the best way to approach you as a girl in the lifestyle for me and have any chance of success? What do you look for? And is it different approaching you as a single girl than if we approached you together as a couple? Does it change anything? Is it better if Mallory approaches you first? Is it better if I approach you first? What's the best way to approach Nicole and have a chance of scoring the time of my life? I know Mallory's going to hate this. No. But it, it works better when Mallory approaches me because from the get-go, I don't have to play any game. In the sense, I'm not sitting here figuring out, is she really into this? Is she okay with this? Is this going to cause problems? So if Mallory were to come up to me and just start chatting me up and we start laughing and then you come over, everything works beautifully because I know where everybody stands. Because in in the grand scheme of things, this, I mean, women have more power than men do in this lifestyle. We are, we are perceived as, and in the uh, couple's perspective, we are perceived as the gatekeepers, right? Correct. So I'm the key I, master. I was going to say, if I approach her and go, are you the key master? You know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. I have an impressive key. Would you like to see it? I would. Again. <laughs> again. <laughs> my girl right there. All right. So I want you to, uh, or actually, I think actually this is your question, mama. I almost stole one from you. Yes. Um. Can you tell us about one of the hottest experiences you've ever had? You can protect the guilty. You can change their names. But tell me um, what's what's up there for you. What makes you wet thinking about it? Mm, masturbatory. Mm. Um, so if, if he's listening, he'll know it's him. I don't, I don't need to say his name. This was my uh, first time at Naughty. And I was unaware that when you go to Naughty, it's mainly a couples event. Because I went down with World Exotic Travel. And I come out and there's this guy standing there and he looks at my name tag and he smiles and, you know, we do our introductions and says, uh, I'm definitely going to see you later. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Okay. Well, later on came, we're at a bar and we're dancing and we start making out and he says, do you want to go back to my room? Yes, I do. I do. And we walk back to the hotel. We get to his room. We have the most epic time. I could not remember his name at this point. Um, I was just so overwhelmed with naughtiness. Yeah, it was not (laughs) important. And I was overwhelmed with how great the sex was. Um, Yeah, when I do think about that, I do get a little wet, a little turned on there. We had such an amazing time. See, now I'm, I'm going to have to masturbate you, now. You're Thank like, you <laughs> yeah, you're getting all hot and bothered and losing your words there. I love it. You know. I am. I am. He was, he's um, pretty awesome. He's, and we, we definitely had another repeat this last trip to Naughty, and I was not disappointed one bit. I was very happy. You know, people often masturbate to the sound of Mallory's voice, but never mind. So maybe. Do they really? Oh, God, yeah. You know, we oh, don't God. make a show to masturbate to, but you got a sexy voice. Aw, that's so sweet. She does. So sexy in person. I think the thing that makes both of you so incredibly sexy 
is how genuine the two of you are. And you guys are not just great to look at, but you're such beautiful people. Aww. You guys are both like the whole package. I, I love, love it. You. you hit me in the feels. And when I say feels... I mean, my vagina. It's right. tingling. Oh, I'm glad. <laughs> That's my favorite thing about Nicole. She's a sweetheart and she's fleshlight sized. I can just grab her and jerk off with her. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds violent. I'm sorry. We'll do it gently. It's okay. We're all right with that. I was going to say, <laughs> You know, we I'm met you at Hedo. And yeah. everybody that listens to Casual Swinger, which we love all you fuckers, by the way, but everybody that listens to Casual Swinger knows that we love hedonism, too. We love Harry, who's a good friend of yours, too. Uh, we love yes, all the fucking people Harry. down there at Hedo. But I want to know, why do you, as a single woman, travel to a third world country by yourself and go all the way to hedonism? What is it that you love so much to take a risk that a lot of people would skip as a single woman? What is it about Hito uh, that you love, and why do you feel safe there? Hito, I love Hito. It makes you feel like you're home. You can be who you are. You have nobody judging you. I can walk in there. I give get my hug from Michael. My trip doesn't start until I get my hug from Michael. No, I, I hit the first bar. I get my drink. I'm already naked. I love it. Uh, the sun... The people are amazing. The staff is top-notch, and they make you feel, everybody makes you feel so safe. Even the other people who are there on vacation. I've never had a moment in hedonism where I felt um, that I should be worried about my surroundings. I've never, ever come across that feeling. Everybody looks out for each other there. Um uh, I was there on one trip, and I was leaving the nude pool with a gentleman. And somebody that I had only talked to a couple times came up and said, are you okay? And I looked at him and I said, yeah. And he said, no, are you okay with this? And I said, yes, thank you. I, there is no reason not to visit hedonism, too. I feel so safe there. I have never not felt safe. Aww. you're yeah. naked yeah I mean it is a very special place for, for all of us and I think um, that may be a hesitation that some singles may have out there especially of the female variety right um, that have this you know concern that you know is this going to be right for me if I go on my own without a group without a partner without a friend I, am, am I going to be successful and safe there which kind of brings me around to this question because you're not just a unicorn you're not just our friend you're not just this amazing human out there in the ether you're also mm -hmm. a travel agent for world exotic travel yes so yes. I would love for you to tell our listeners because we do talk to TAs and we have a lot of friends in this community that do that um, tell them about the business um, how they can reach you and what they can expect for you to provide in, in the wide breadth of trips that World Exotic Travel does offer. World Exotic Travel. So I can be reached via their site at uh, Nicole at WorldExoticTravel.com. Uh, we have all the contact information on there also. The 1-800 number, which I absolutely love, is one eight three three two get wet I love that. We <laughs> see that little Best play. phone number ever. Yes get wet. So we do any of the lifestyle trips. We do the cruises, uh, the bliss cruise, the temptation cruise, all the different lifestyle cruises, the naughty events. I love the naughty events. For those who haven't attended them, they really need to. Naughty New Orleans is the biggest lifestyle convention in the U.S. It's the best lifestyle convention. Uh, 2,500 swingers, I think, last year. We take over the hotels, we take over bars on bourbon, private parties, epic playrooms. The parties at night are sensational. It's just such a great event. So we do all of that. Any of the, the resort temptations, desires, hedonism too, which I love to go to hedonism too. So whenever they say, hey, Nicole, can you... Uh, and you come down, I'm like, yes, yes, I find a way and I go. Yeah. And they want to go back and they want to do it again and again. And like, yes, another happy customer. That's what it's about for me is sharing this to everybody. I think I really do honestly think everybody should visit hedonism too at least once in their life. 
Amen. I agree wholeheartedly. And, you know, something for me, right? So we have actually been putting your contact information in our show notes for the last three or four episodes ever since we went to Naughty in New Orleans. So if you guys go check out the show notes, you can find an email address for Nicole where you can reach out to her directly at World Exotic Travel, but you can also click on the link to book Naughty and that will book you through Nicole's link at World Exotic Travel for Naughty in New Orleans, which means she's going to reach out to you and she's going to talk to you. She's going to be nice to you, but she's still my (laughs) favorite. So you can't have her. But hey, Nicole, thank you so much for joining us here on Casual Swinger today. And and for single rarity, we're talking about being a single female in the lifestyle because you're more than just a single female. You're a travel agent and you're also our friend. So thank you so much for doing that. And I am so honored that you guys asked me to do this. It was really exciting. I'm happy to share this with you and with your listeners. And I love pushing your podcast to everybody i keep telling everybody you have to listen to these two they're great it's not just fluff they have substance behind everything and it's a must listen to we love you too (laughs) and you're nice enough to wear our shirts and we're bringing you a special one next time we see you i can't wait so we're pretty excited (laughs) can't fucking wait hey mal do our listeners a favor tell them where to find us because we got to get the hell out of here we've been doing this for an hour shit has it been that long okay just to recap real quick you have questions and want to travel mexico cruises hedonism reach out to nicole at worldexotictravel.com you can find us for casual swinger everywhere except facebook like mickey said fuck Fuck those guys um that is twitter instagram sls sdc youtube cassidy and double date nation you can also reach out to us ask us questions uh give us kudos tell me i'm pretty i'm funny uh that's podcast at casualswinger.com and don't forget casual toys you need something to get you through the long weekend we got you oh yeah that's right don't forget to do that ladies and gentlemen this has been single rarity with nicole from world exotic travel thanks for listening you've been listening to casual swinger 